Wide Web has long been host to copied and pasted stories of an apocryphal nature. These stories came to be known as Copybusta, and then the creepy variant emerged. Welcome to Creepypodsta, the Creepypasta podcast. Hello, welcome to the show. I'm the host, Jeff. You, of course, know that this is that that podcast where we talk about creepypastas, and here is the intro part that I do. And I, ha- I was worried because, uh, well, I'm, okay, so you will be hearing this on the 4th of May, but we're recording it on the 17th of April, uh, and I was worried because as of the 15th of April, I had no episode for... Uh, this upcoming Thursday, but I recorded two last night, and I'm about to record two right now, and then I have two recordings for a week from today. And gosh, that it I just like to get far ahead on the shows. It's I don't like to let it uh, linger like that, but you know, it happens. Anyway, here we're going to talk about you know, we usually do a story that the guest has brought up and chosen themselves from our list, but I have, uh, returning to the show, uh, a guest who decided to just choose the two top on the suggested reading list, which is, uh, it's been a while. For a while, the suggested reading list was topped by Dianea House until that was chosen. And then since then, it has been topped by Funny Mouth and The Children Upstairs, uh, which are the two stories we're going to discuss. Uh, oh, I forgot to tell my guests that we were going to discuss Funny Mouth first, so I'm doing that right now. And those two guests are returning to the show, Andy Conduit-Turner. Hey, hello. And he's brought with him a brand new guest, Greg Mason. Hey guys, how you doing? And we are going to discuss Funny Mouth, and if I could open up my Twitter messages, I would know which of the uh, people was assigned to this one. Andy, I think this the, you, you decided that this one was yours? Uh, flip that around, Greg has taken Funny Mouth. Maybe. Oh uh, no, saved myself okay. for the children. All right, we're gonna we're gonna dive you right into it, Greg. Uh, you'll um, just please tell us uh, what happens in Funny Mouth as uh, succinctly as you can, and then we will discuss those events in a literary manner. Sure. Okay. So Funny Mouth, it's kind of um unfriended style uh, creepypasta story. The protagonist works in some kind of online computer repair company. The story opens uh, on the chat forum of that uh, forum of that uh, company. There's nobody there um, except for uh, a guy called Funny Mouth who's listed up on the side. Um, he's saying <laughs> weird, creepy things, almost childlike things uh, that are creeping the protagonist out. Um, he says things like, um, I see your handsome face. And he uses uh, symbols on the keyboard to recreate what looks like a, a starey face, uh, which also uh, creeps the protagonist out. Um, they try to talk to Funny Mouth to see if he's a troll or a customer, and they don't seem to get any sense out of him. Um, uh, so he switches off his computer and he beds down for the night. Um, at which point he explains he's never had a nightmare. Um, and the reason for that is 
he explains in <laughs> great detail that he can control his dreams. So uh, when they do become horrific um, and violent, he can uh, he can subvert that somehow. Uh, he shoots zombies in the face. He survives nuclear winters. Uh, at one point, he says, uh, I, out, uh, I outright tell ghosts that they aren't real while laughing at them, which sounded a little sad to me. I felt sorry for the ghost. Um, he's rad, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's, uh, he's an awesome dream dude. Um, uh, yeah, uh, and, then he, and then he really... He's a, he's a real put, dream warrior. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. a real dream warrior. And, th- and then, he, and then he's, at the end of it, he sort of says, at the end of this big spiel about the dreams, he sort of says, um, I've only had four nightmares in the last ten years. Honestly, I'm serious. Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Loads of people don't have nightmares. It's not that yeah. crazy. Um, uh, yeah, anyway, then he goes to sleep. Um, but obviously tonight is different. Tonight he does have the nightmares. Put some pretty horrific ones. Um, he sees uh, a girl with a distended face, another woman who seems to be limbs held together by by what looks like just, um, uh, he describes it as a kite of skin. He sees an ex-girlfriend's brain being sucked out. Um, and then... Uh, uh, a pinchy uh, man. That's it, a pinchy man, yeah. He sees a pinchy man that pinches harder and harder. Uh, and I think the pinchy man starts on him first and he uses his... Uh, dream warrior techniques to pitch him against uh, another character in his dream. None of that pays off. <laughs> I never. I, I, I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't sure about the connection to. Anyway, I'll carry on. Yeah, no. This has a very common uh, creepy pasta thing where there's just some like gross out horrible stuff in the middle for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I noticed that. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, he was into. Um, he was really into describing these horrendous dreams. I do wonder if they were based on something that he had. Anyway, he, he then goes off into his sort of mental quiet place, which is uh, the woods. He has this forest dream where he feels like he's chilling out, um, but he keeps feeling wet on his neck. And then when he puts his hand there, there's a worm, and he he, he tells everybody that he hates worms. And if he sees worms in the garden, he covers them up so he doesn't have to look at them. Um, this happens three times, um, and then he, he pretty much wakes up and discovers that he's been drooling in his sleep, and there's drool on his neck, and that, that accounts for the feeling of wetness on his neck while he was asleep. And there's four bumps in his bed as if... <laughs> oh, some very excited dogs have decided to guest, oh, wow. guest star on this episode. I was getting into that. I thought that was th- funny math then. <laughs> um, where was I? Oh, yeah. So he thinks someone's been kneeling over him uh, in his sleep. So I suppose at that point it's implying that it's been drooling on his neck. Um, uh, where am I? Um uh, yeah, so he, wake, when he, he gets yeah, the, he wa- yeah, sorry, the, yes. the website in the morning. Yeah, he wakes up the next day, he checks his emails, he has more messages from Funny Mouth. Um, he, like, it's the same as before, you know, he's saying these childish things. Um, I had a good time talk to you. I don't like stop it. Uh, uh, and then, so uh, Lime School, which is the protagonist's name, he uh, he blocks him, uh, goes to work for the day, and then returns. And when he returns, he's uh, he finds out from his uh, friend, his business uh, partner, or 
friend that works with him that their website has been rerouted to wait for it blood.com which is really scary um <laughs> yeah, it's spelled b-l-u-u-d blood.com yeah yeah it's not yeah it's cool as well because it's not double o. um uh, that's probably taken though yeah <laughs> and yeah, they, uh, i was i was expecting it to have an umlaut over the U, yeah. <laughs> but no, it's it's not that it's not that extreme. No, no, it's only partly cool. Um, <laughs> in a, a yeah, so they go to the website and it's basically a picture of we assume it's a picture of this guy funny mouth. It's like a bloated face. You can't really tell what it is, and it's uh, when he looks closer, he, he realizes it's made up of tiny little pieces of text that are consistently spelling out funny mouth, funny mouth, funny mouth. Uh, this. Um, really pisses him off so he emails uh funny mouth um uh, or he tries to get in touch with him and then realizes oh that's it he unblocks him and then he gets a slew of uh uh emails from him and it turns out he's yeah, been emailing. while he's uh yeah while, while he's... he's like uh while he's like composing his angry email he discovers he's got a <laughs> that's bunch. it yeah, yeah 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 while he's i think he actually describes it as while he's like mid death threat yeah, 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 mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah, sorry, I missed that. Yeah, yeah, this dude flips out, I think. Uh, yeah, in a minute, I, I think... yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really bad. Yeah, he's got quite the anger problem. Uh, he has he has, he has, has another chat with Funny Mouth uh, in where he's asking Funny Mouth what he wants, why he's bothering him, uh, is it something that he's done? Um, uh, and obviously Funny Mouth just replies with the same things uh, like uh, I see your handsome face I see your handsome face and the little starey sign again uh, and then it just explodes and he smashes his computer uh, smashes the keyboard um, uh, he gets up and storms out tipping everything over as he goes uh, and then he says if I'd had a lighter I would have burnt the house down and uh, it, it seemed like an overreaction to a troll yeah it's not like this troll has done anything except be like kind of weird and annoying yeah he, uh, like, he, 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 that's like me just literally getting in touch with you and just typing Greg Mason over and over again until you burn your own house down <laughs> exactly <laughs> like I've been online for a while and being a uh, very very minor semi-public figure because of having a podcast yeah like i've encountered <laughs> trolls and there's ones that can make you way madder than just <laughs> seemingly a 12 year old yeah yeah uh it's quite lucky not everyone has burnt their house down at this point yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> I mean, no yeah, houses not- left yeah, it's not presented as an unreasonable reaction for him to throw his uh uh <laughs> monitor off the desk and destroy his keyboard with punching it's yeah if, if it was that weird. easy if it was that easy the world would be like mad max by now <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i missed my bus yeah the whole town was destroyed <laughs> if, I, if i had a lighter i'd burn this bus down um so anyway he um yeah after that he calms down he goes back to sleep um uh, and which is is whisked straight but he expects to have Another nightmare. He, he says he can feel it within him that when he when he gets his head down, uh, he's going to have another horrific nightmare. But he doesn't. He goes. Um, he goes straight to his special chilled out quiet place in the woods again, um, and everything feels great for a moment. But then he realizes the sensation of the worms on his neck are back. 
and he puts his hand there and there's no worm but the sensation moves down into his mouth and then he realizes it's not a worm it's a finger uh, <laughs> uh. and he's sucking on somebody's finger in his dream and then the finger becomes a full hand and he feels he says it's not pain it's a pop so i'm assuming that's his jaw dislocating yep. um and then he wakes Blech. up disorientated stumbles to the darkness to the uh, bathroom switches the light on and then uh, reveals in his reflection that he's had his jaw partly ripped off. Uh, it's hanging loose. It's broken. His teeth are, are just holding in by bits of flesh. Um, and at this point, instead of uh, calling 999 or 911, he goes instantly insane uh, and repeats funny mouth over and over again. Uh, and then it pretty much cuts from there. That's that's your that's your twisty twist ending. And then your double twist ending after that is we go back to the chat forum, and Lime Skull, the protagonist, has messaging his friend with the same sort of dialect that the original Funny Mouth was messaging him. Uh, I suppose to allude that he's now the new funny mouth that's gonna stalk people on the internet yeah. and make them have a funny mouth yeah this story is so weird because it's it, got like a like you mentioned the unfriended thing of oh it's a haunted chat room which yeah, is a cool yeah. idea no one With, has quite done it correctly though yet have they no no i, I don't <laughs> i don't uh, necessarily have a problem with that it's it, like you say. It's, it's just all in the execution, and it, yeah. if you don't get it right, it comes off because it's so modern. I suppose it comes yeah. off cheesy. It makes it comes off cheesy. And also, it's always going to involve a lot of teenagers, and that that comes off like a scream sort of story. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think my problem with this one is that it gets distracted with the like weird gory stuff yeah. in the middle and at the end. In his dream yeah. warrior times. Yeah, yeah the, exactly. The dreams are pretty horrific, man. I, I, I actually uh -huh. think if there's a slightly better execution of those bits, uh, I, they were they were quite creepy. Actually, some of the things that he was saying. It, but, yeah, but, that's that's the unfortunate thing is the, yeah, the gore yeah. is like just, really well written, but it doesn't fit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It just didn't tie to to funny mouth in in any way. Yeah. It never pays off. I was expecting the, when he. When he uh, he really emphasizes the fact that he's, uh, he can control his dreams, and it, it, and to emphasize the emphasis at the end of that, he even says, "No, seriously, I can yeah. do it." Uh, and then he doesn't do it. <laughs> he, he, yeah, just he, doesn't, you, he just tells you. He just you gets funny mouthed to death just, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he gets, when, fun, he gets his head funny mouthed got, off. When you've got enough, when you're that close to the edge of insanity already, that uh, you know a little bit of website yeah. trouble can make you want to burn your house down, I guess uh, a physical injury like that is um, it's probably going to be the thing that knocks you over, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Andy, how did this one hit you? Had you read it before uh, um, randomly picking it for the show? Or No, I hadn't. I, um, I, went both, I went through both of the stories we've done for the first time, um, ready for the show here, and very similar to, to Greg. I think it was quite disparate in its approach. So, of course, you've got the the bits where the the writer has clearly got the some very nice visuals of of gore 
that he wants to do some good description of, but mm. it doesn't really tie into the the internet side of things, um, which which in itself, you know, is executed fine. Like I think that's one of those topics that you could either be into or not, depending on how much you're exposed to that type of media and how much you get, you know, that type of chat chat room sort of language that's used. But um, I think tying them together was um, was the major problem, and I think some of the things that really struck me and didn't work for me so much is the, I don't know, some of the language around the dream stuff, not the dreams themselves, but the point of, you know, I can usually control my dreams because I'm a super rad dude. And, um, and, you know, I've had 10 nightmares in the, in the point of, I think it's just a degree of specificity that you probably wouldn't have. You might say, for example, you know, I very rarely have nightmares, but you might not say, in the last 10 years, I've probably had 7.6 <laughs> nightmares. Seriously. And I remember. 7.6. <laughs> and it's I remember so 89% of yeah. my dreams. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, uh, I, I. It's so weird because. Like, they don't do anything to make the... This was posted in 2015, so it's not like... Uh, although it was submitted by someone uh, who is not the credited author, so I'm not, I'm not sure exactly when it was written. Uh, the dates on the emails say 2012, so I guess I could assume it was probably written in 2012 or 2013. Um, but it's just like, what... Why does it all seem so phony? All of the chat room stuff seems so like that's not how people talk. No, I do, I do yeah. wonder. I got um, a teenage vibe from it, you know. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it, it's it's clear they. It is. It's it's the the concept itself is quite disjointed. So um, there's like there's clearly some initial attempt to link the dream thing and funny mouth together um and then funny mouth to the internet um and then to his bedroom but it doesn't it just doesn't there's no connective tissue so you're like well okay so this guy he's on the internet and then he selects somebody and then he ends up in your subconscious so why is he in your bedroom then it, it does th th there's no it doesn't sort of yeah. explain that that sort of Freddy Krueger thing where the dream becomes flesh, you know. Um, yeah, and I would I would be fine with it, like leaving that as like the spooky thing. But then he gets his face torn off and becomes an internet monster. So yeah. it's like, and, and the, the, he, the face tearing doesn't really happen in the dream, does it? He's in a nice place in the dream. Yeah, and it's, then he wakes up to his mouth getting torn off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So funny uh, mouth makes you have nice dreams while he's doing horrible shit to you. Yeah. It's a little disappointing because this is the same author as Whimsywood and Abandoned by Disney. And Whimsywood I pretty much liked, but Abandoned by Disney is bad, but it's like bad in a classic way. It's like really <laughs> enjoyable because of how ridiculous it is. Um, whereas Funny Mouth, I'm just kind of left feeling nothing yeah. i just i'm gonna forget everything that happened in this story in a week and it's just going to like leave my mind forever and that feels bad because the core concept of like a haunted internet troll uh coming into a chat room that's a good idea and i wish someone would do a good job at executing that idea sure yeah yeah, yeah. that's really good like <laughs> oddly enough i didn't 
I didn't entirely dislike Unfriended, though ironically no one would go and see it with me, so I had to go on my own. <laughs> but, um... Oh, I, I always go to the movies alone, yeah. <laughs> like, in the last ten years, I've been to the movies on my own, like, three times now. <laughs> no, that's the only way I go. I got. I don't know if uh, you have Movie Pass yet in the UK, but yes, uh, we they, did, yeah. uh, I, I got a Movie Pass card, and so now I just go to the movies like... 10 times a month uh, oh, and I'm, I'm always just going like I'll go because uh, I, I only work on like weekends right now so I'll go at 2 and 11 o'clock showing of something that came out like the week before and the theater's mostly empty and it's nice. just me and I get to sit wherever I want it's excellent highly recommend going to the movies alone yeah yeah I'm um, done with it uh, I there's nothing really I think there's an Unfriended 2 coming out. Oh, really? Um, I didn't actually have any this, friends left. Yeah, this idea... I, what I'm hoping is that it will have nothing to do with the previous one, and will just be like the same concept, but done again. Because I think that is uh, a better idea than what normally happens, which is you'll get a sequel that tries to follow up on some of the plot threads from the previous movies or expand yeah. the world. Yeah, they either try uh, and make the characters that were supposed to be closed characters in the original uh, continuing characters, or they yeah. try and make the villain in it like, um, a, like a sandbox sort of Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees character. Like a boogeyman. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, can, that consistently goes on to the film. But yeah, I'd, if, if there was a sequel, I think I agree. It, I, think, uh, I think I'd like... It has, it has come out. Uh, oh, has it? it, it it premiered at South by Southwest uh, about a month ago, huh. and it is a standalone sequel according to Wikipedia. Oh, hey, but cool. I, I don't know when it gets a wide release. I'm, I want to see it because it has a 67% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is about double what you can expect a horror movie to get. Huh. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have to check that out. Oh, I'll I mean, definitely check that out. I'm, I'm glad they've gone in that direction because if you think about it, if they go tend into boogeyman route, now bearing in mind, Freddy Krueger has this thing about fire because he was burned. Jason Voorhees doesn't like water because he was drowned. The, that means yeah. if this became a series, the ghost in Unfriended would be weak to having a viral video of it shitting itself while hammered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and that'd isn't be that everyone's it. weakness, Turner? That's a lot yeah, of people's weaknesses. I, I think that's a normal weakness. <laughs> I mean, drowning and getting burned are also normal person's weaknesses. Yeah, true, 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 uh, true, true. <laughs> Oh, you know what? Unfriended only has a sixty-three on Rotten Tomatoes, so it, it's not too bad. Uh, huh. I have not, I have not seen it because the trailer included someone putting their hand in a blender, and I was like, ah, that's too gross. Oh, I don't you've never see seen, that. you've not seen the, you've not seen the first one then. No, no, I'll uh. go see. Uh, Unfriended Dark Web, though, which is the uh, name of the series. Oh, <laughs> the, up, the up class unfriended. Gosh, uh, I, I, you know, I can't think of what would be a better title. Like, no, <laughs> besides no. just calling it Unfriended Two, I think yeah, Unfriended yeah, yeah. Dark Web is a pretty <laughs> Un is, is as good as again. you can go. Uh, yeah. Unfriended Two. Colon blocked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or colon blocked. Uh, I think that's the wrong thing. Yeah, colon, colon blocked. Yeah. <laughs> Un unfriended shadow ban. Yeah, yeah. shadow uh, ban's good, like man. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a, it's another one of these Blumhouse features. Um, I guess as an aside for the audience, 
Blumhouse is a production company that mostly releases horror movies, and you can pretty much trust them to release things that will be worth watching. Like, not everything, like, uh, maybe not the Paranormal Activity sequels, uh, but, like, they produced Split, Get Out, Happy Death Day, oh, okay. and Creep 2 last year, and all of those movies are wildly critically acclaimed. They produced Whiplash, which is n- I don't think is a horror movie, but Whiplash and Get Out were both nominated for Best Picture yeah. in their years, yeah. so uh, yeah, this is, a, uh, this is a production studio that generally you can trust if you're a fan of horror movies. Um, so do we have, let's get, let's get our spookiest parts for Funny Mouth. Uh, Greg, what's your, the spookiest part of the story to you? <clears throat> the spookiest part? Um, the, probably the, what I was saying before, really, what the, um, the, the visions that he describes in his dreams, the, uh, the, the bit where he goes through, um, like the, you said, it's like a hospital sort of place and there's three car crash victims. And, oh, right, And uh, yeah. there's like a little girl and her face is distended over her chest and a woman that's held together by... Uh, uh, like a, a, a kite of flesh, um, and 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 oddly enough, the um, the pinching man. I know it sounds weird, but I think I feel like I've had a dream like that where someone's been pinching me loads, <laughs> and then they've just ended up like squashing my head or something. But that that even though it wasn't described so well towards the end, I, yeah, that, I think that uh, that'd be it for me. Yeah, I liked the idea that the the pinching uh monster. It was like someone pinching and someone I forget what the other person was doing like being mean wasn't, to him or something. Yeah, wasn't he just <laughs> saying mean things? Yeah, and so he turned them against each other and ended up regretting it because it got too like out of hand. Too horrific for uh, him, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even though he yeah. blows uh, zombies' faces off. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Andy, what about you? What's your spookiest part? Um for me the spookiest part is probably you know the it's like the Joker's origin, isn't it? You can all you know have had enough day, and anyone can go completely insane. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, you know, one bad day you can be smashing your computer up, and the next thing you've gone absolutely crackers because uh, your jaw's been broken. So, um, in many ways, it's part of the the reason behind the story. If I put like a turtleneck sweater and a cap on and give the wankiest explanation ever here, maybe <laughs> in many ways it's because. He's become what he hated, an internet troll. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, too <laughs> spooky. <laughs> of course, exactly. Uh I think the the spookiest part to me, you kinda it's I don't think that it's effective in the context of the story, but it's really gross and upsetting, is the jaw popping off. That's really bad. I hate that. Uh <laughs> It's it's this sort of like mouth trauma that's just really upsetting and well described. I wish the story didn't have it because I think that it's much more effective to talk about their like I guess it's like a multi-level marketing IRC channel cuz it's called Refer Sales and it seems to be some sort of business that they have but like none of the people in it have each other's personal information and no. they're all very paranoid. <laughs> no, no, no. So no, I forgot about I, that. <laughs> Yeah, I think it must be some sort of, like, scammy type of pyramid scheme thing that they're doing. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, yeah so, I, I wish it had focused more on, like, like maybe Funny Mouth is the 
sort of the hero of it in a way like sometimes in a horror movie the the slasher monster will be hunting down like these awful people who you want to see die and and the protagonist does (laughs) does come across as a bit of an asshole you know he's uh, yeah exactly serious anger problems he kills his ex in his dream Uh, Uh, yeah it's really and he taunts ghosts mercilessly for not being real (laughs) yeah but this one turns out to be real i guess yeah true (laughs) <laughs> ah, so you think Funny Math is a ghost? Oh uh, yeah, I guess ghost. so. Probably some kind of online ghost. Uh, let's get into plugs. Uh, if you have anything you would like to plug, or a social media channel where the people online can reach you, uh, Andy, how about you go first? Um, I can sort of combine it a little bit if you like, because um, we are both working for um, as part of a team doing something called Horde Comics. Our first comic will be out at time of recording. Our Kickstarter finishes over the weekend and will be available shortly afterwards. Um, First to our backers and then uh, on our website, hordecomics.com and in any other places you can buy comics online shortly afterwards. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter or Facebook at Horde Comics and myself at SuperMBT83 on Twitter. I wish uh, I, I wish we had had you on a bit earlier. You could have promoted the Kickstarter, but uh, oh well. It sounds like it was successful, regardless. Yeah, yeah, we, we were we really did, lucky. Uh, we got funded, yeah, super quick. Cool. Wasn't I think it's yeah, about six yeah, hours really to hit well, target, actually. which was which is amazing. And then mm-hmm. anyone listening now, hopefully the website will be up and running. So if it's something that takes your interest, so it's going to be five horror stories, all shorts. Um, you'll be able to go on to hordecomics.com and grab yourself a copy there. Um, if you're looking for more of my writing personally, I do a lot of work with the Hawk and Cleaver guys. You'll find them at Hawk and Cleaver on Twitter and on their website, hawkandcleaver.com. Uh, they have a podcast called The Other Stories, where they release a short horror story every Monday. Um, I've had four stories on there so far. Um, really good guys. They do some good audio productions of stories too. Uh, Greg, anything to add? No, no, just if you want to see, I'm the artist for the comic, so if you want to see any more of my art or any any of my art, period, then uh, at Greg Mason Art on um, Facebook and Twitter, and you should find me. Cool. You can reach me in the normal places, J3FK on Twitter, JeffJK on Snapchat and Instagram. Uh, I'm on Vero. Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash JeffJK, and please... Uh, it's just $1 a month and would help out a lot. Uh, I guess if you want to make a one-time donation, there's my coffee page, ko-fi slash jeffjk. I think the the unit of those is uh, $3. You donate a uh, big air quotes cup of coffee. Um, I probably won't use it to buy coffee, though, because one, I don't usually buy a $3 cup of coffee. That sounds like madness. I spend a, a buck a buck seventy nine at Seven Eleven to get my cup of coffee, uh, and two, I don't uh, particularly like coffee, so I, I don't drink it. I, I don't drink it every day, but when when I need it, I'll, I'll go get I'll go get something that is not three dollars. Uh, but you know, it's a metaphor. You, you get it? Yeah. It's that's that's my like one time tip jar is coffee, and then you can go on Patreon to become a continued supporter. One dollar a month is hardly anything. It's less than a lot of other creators have for their um, Patreon 
like just digital rewards. Usually I see people, the minimum is like around $5. I've seen people go even as high as 10. Um, I, I want to keep it low, uh, just because I think that it would be better to get as many people supporting me as possible rather than just a couple people giving me a bunch of money because I think it would be more stable in case one of those people giving like 10 or $15 decides they can't anymore. Uh, I'm not out a huge chunk. So if, if like a thousand people gave a dollar each, that would be ideal because then I could produce more content. I would be able to worry less about uh, you know, financial concerns because I would be getting money from this podcast that I put all this time into. Uh, so I'd appreciate it if you could do that. And if you can't, that's also fine. I understand. Tie I only support like four or five creators on Patreon because it's, boy, I wish I could support more. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all we have to say for this episode. Uh, I, I see your handsome face. Don't be so sad about it. Oh, my God.